What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome to GWR Gonzo's Wrestling Room. Uh, voice of Indiana Independent Wrestling. December 16th, 2021. Got a big show uh, tonight. Get this turned down a little bit. My computer ain't cooperating. There we go. Uh, no, join us tonight. We got El Lucha King Felipe Jr., Mr. Motivation, Eddie Velasquez, the Los Lucha Amigos. How are you guys doing tonight? We're great, man. How are you? How are you? And not doing too bad. Been a busy day. <laughs> yeah, I think for all of us, hasn't it? That's that time of year. Seems like if you're not working, you have something going on with family or something like that. Something going on. Sounds quite interesting. But, uh... How, did you did you guys break into the business as a tag team or, or was you guys uh, single competitors? Definitely singles at first, and it's funny we actually trained together. And <laughs> you want to tell them that little story? Came in, uh, we did train together. Well, for a bit, and then he disappeared. But I really wanted to train with him and. There's a couple times I'm like, yo, I'm trying to train with you, you know, like, let's go. He's, he was very, uh, to me, it wasn't cocky, but it was challenging. And then when he wasn't there that day, I was in the ring for training. I was like, where did he go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess he was fond of my work just during practice before I graduated. And, yeah, I remember the... <laughs> The comment he made to me uh, was, hey, man, I'm trying to, you know, do some drills with you. And then, yeah, some people might say it was cocky. I mean, I guess now it, it definitely did come off that way. But what I had said was, hey, man, you got to work up to me. I'm, I'm up here, you know. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, I was just very confident in my abilities. And I was laughing when I said it. So I knew I meant it as a joke. 
but you know to some people you say anything that sounds confident they're gonna take it as cocky because they don't have any confidence at all you know what i mean yeah so, uh, and, yeah go ahead did you did you uh, train at a wrestling school or we did of course I don't know where else we would train. You well, know? <laughs> you get, hey, some of the I've talked to a lot of the wrestlers that didn't go to no like no kind of school or nothing. They just kind of was trained maybe by one person, but for a month for the little bit month or two, and then was thrown into the ring. I was oh, kind of right. I was kind of surprised how many people have actually that I've talked to that didn't actually go through a training school. Yeah, actually, that makes a lot more sense now that you put it like that because. I mean, just some folks that are out there in, in the ring, you see them in shows and you don't understand how they get booked. Exactly. It's mind-blowing <clears throat> what promoters are okay with being out there as their product, you know? And it doesn't just reflect on the wrestler, it affects on the company because just like folks always say, you're only as strong as your weakest link. Yeah. And if you go to you go to a show and you and the first show on first match on the show is a couple of guys that don't know what they're doing, that can run the whole show whole whole show for you as a fan. Yeah. But uh, uh, did you train here in Indiana, or what school did you train at? Yeah, Watsonville is in Allentown, specifically. I know there's one in Florida. But no, where what was the name? I couldn't hear him for some reason. <clears throat> the Wild Samoan Training Center in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Okay. No, yeah, we're not from near Indiana at all. We just went there for a show just because, uh, you know, the the man in charge contacted my boy here, Felipe Jr., and things went where they went. And we'll be around a a lot more in Indiana, it seems. Yeah, uh, see, so you're going to be there at the next show in uh, January. So. That was our first time being at being at that show. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, we'd been at some other shows, and then uh, uh, I'd gotten contact with that guy, that promoter running it, and so we, that was our first time going down. And we're gonna be we're gonna be back on the eighth as well. All right, sounds good. Looks like it might be one of our regular spots to go to. But uh, how how long have you guys been in the wrestling business? Uh, well. I've been in around three, going into four years now. Well, I've been around a bit longer, but I've been working for about four years now. I've been around for, you know, like two or three. So you total that to like seven years, at least. Something like that. And as for me, I trained for one, and then I've been wrestling matches for about four Okay. Uh, how long have you guys been a tag team? Uh, oof, I think yeah, a couple months. I mean, I don't remember the day exact, but <laughs> yeah, we we had it planned way before. You know, we we officially teamed up, so it, it could have happened about a, a year earlier. Uh yeah, just. Yeah, that was during pandemic times, so it it was a show that I don't think made it anywhere online. I'm not really sure. I believe it's still on there. It's just pretty hard to find. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, either way, 
some of those guys that were involved in that match, they were some of the folks that <laughs> hadn't properly been trained by a school. And I'm not knocking on everybody that doesn't get trained by a school, but it just seems as though <clears throat> for the most part, you should go to a school. Yeah. Because there's just, at least typically the, the, the folks that are running a school, they have more credibility behind them. They've been in the business and they have some sort of name. And again, they, they're just trustworthy. Maybe they weren't the top guys, but they were, they definitely had, had some sort of impact on the business. You know, they had, they definitely had a good run where almost anybody would recognize them. And yeah, there are a few folks that would still surprise you without getting properly trained. I think I'm not, this isn't me trying to talk down on him. If anything, this is me trying to compliment him. I believe, uh, Philly Mike Swanson, if you've ever heard of him, I've heard that he was more of a backyarder and yet yeah, didn't go to a school or anything like that, but he's honestly very good. You know, he, he can hold his own with, with many folks. He's been to GCW. So, I mean, check out some of his stuff if, if you haven't heard of him. And yeah, he's, he's real solid, man. He's very talented for not being for not being trained, and he gets he gets around. Uh, I think lately he's been traveling too, so that's pretty cool. Nah, bro, he you honestly put him over a bit more than that because like <laughs> he's not just good for not being trained. He's he's legit just good. Period. Because he's better than some folks who are trained. You know. That's, yeah. You said what'd you say, Mike Swanson? Yeah, Philly Mike Swanson. I have to check him out. Yeah, he's a. Uh, He's definitely a wild card. <laughs> he gets it as all. He he goes above and beyond. <laughs> yeah, a little too much for for my liking. You know, I I hope he uh, has a long career for the, some of the things I've seen him do. But, uh, okay, so, so, he, so he, he's one of them guys that takes a lot of crazy bumps and stuff. For sure. Uh, was it? Was that the first time you guys had wrestled in uh, Indiana? When you was that that show in Bloomington? Yeah, that was definitely our Indiana debut. It, it felt great, and for me, that was my tenth state. I'm not sure about Felipe over here, but uh, I think that would have been uh, probably my third because I've been I've done Mexico. Michigan, now you know Indiana, and obviously PA because mostly most of them are here. So four, uh, around four. Ooh, West Virginia, right? You just yeah, you're yeah, I forgot about that. West Virginia, so five, the most. Is ten, there ten? <laughs> oh, yeah, I was gonna say ten. Ten's quite a bit. That's probably one of the most I've heard uh, out of the guys that we've interviewed. Yeah, it's it's been a long road. It's. So that's how you get your I'm, name out there. Yeah, it's crazy because some of it I had to do without pay, unfortunately. But it's just everyone sees the business different ways. And, you know, when you don't have as much clout behind your name yet, you, you might have to take a hit sometimes and show folks your value. Even Tennessee was one of the first ones essentially – what happened with the first show I was at Tennessee for the Booker 
I messaged him twice and he left me on red both times and I got buttered honestly. And long story short, I just, I just went, I drove the 10 plus hours and just to talk to him. And luckily I got booked on the show and luckily he paid me. And then he asked for me to come back cause I made a good impression. But yeah, so otherwise, I mean, I'm not telling everyone to do that. It's just what's worked for me sometimes. And, you know, I do plan to keep doing it here and there, but hopefully I, I don't have to. Uh, what do you think the, hard, the hardest part about being on the independent scene is? Is it get, getting your name out there to, to where other organizations recognize you? or? I can say yes to that one because there's a – it's very hard to get your name out there, even though you can be like around these little promotions. And then there's the, there's bigger indie promotions and it's so hard. Like they'll know, they'll probably hear your name, but it's very hard to get into it. You know, like I feel like you have to put double effort just to get into these big indie shows. And then you have to put triple effort to get into, you know, the big E or AW, all that crazy stuff. So it's like, double triple and yeah effort on top of effort it's i think it's a little no yeah he has a good point because even even with the smaller promotions i'm not going to name names it is what it is but there's been some promotions out there where the talent at the top is clearly lackluster for uh sugarcoating it right and then folks like us come along who are, I'm not going to say we're amazing, but I know we're good at what we do and I know we're very entertaining to watch and not just us, but there's other folks on the card that will be better than I, again, those folks at the top. And for some reason, <laughs> the promoters or bookers, the folks running the, that promotion will just favor those same folks over and over again, despite the lack of talent that they have. They don't connect with the crowd. They don't talk like a champ. They don't walk like a champ. They don't dress like a champ. They just have no presence that they are a professional wrestler and they're still getting those spots. Now I can, I'm not necessarily complaining. Like maybe I, I did in the past, but right now I'm just acknowledging that fact. And so what I would say is now I don't complain about that. I just, I just move on. If, I mean, even just recently, there was, actually, I don't even know if I should get into it too much, but who cares? Because, uh, <laughs> again, I'm not naming names, but even we were, as a tag team, me and Felipe here were getting great crowd reaction in this one spot, and it seemed like they wanted to do something with us, you know, keep us around for a while. Uh, the gentleman had even said so and long story short we're not even <laughs> working for them right now I mean who knows maybe they'll call us uh, down the road but for now uh, we just moved on to somewhere else because you know we're, we're not going to prioritize somewhere that's not prioritizing us I'm not going to say you got to put us at the top or anything you know but uh, again you got to realize who, yeah you got to realize yeah, who the fans are, are caring about, and 
just credibility within within the ring. Everything. It's 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 a whole package, you know. Yeah. No, and you see that a lot in the independents where you go to a show and you can tell, you can tell who's in good with the promoter, because like you said, they don't have the talent to be where they are in the, on the card. But I mean, it's it's hard it's hard to break through that because if they're buddies or something, that's who they're going to go with, which. I mean, it's not right, and it's going to cost. In the long run, it's going to hurt them because people are going to stop going and start going to a different promotion that has the higher level talent. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't just hurt that promotion. It really it hurts the whole business. Yeah. Honestly, that's what hurts me the most about it, because I don't take it so personally. Because again, for me, I think, <clears throat> at least for the most part, again your talent will speak for itself and it'll push through those barriers of unfairness and all that. I mean, the, the world is unfair. We should, we should know that by now. So yeah. when it comes to any sort of business or just almost anything in life, just life is unfair. And so we got to just show the promoter that, that we're worth it. And again, if they're not seeing that, then we should make that their problem and we should just leave so that they can see that we know our value <clears throat> but uh, yeah, man, it's just it is what it is, you know. Do you guys have like a a home promotion, or do you guys just just travel? I mean, I guess we did it first. Yeah, I think more because of the tapings, we had a home promotion. Yeah, but no, nah, especially after COVID, I think we've just been wanting to get out of PA a lot more. I mean, we've been going to West Virginia a lot. We've, I mean, now we got the hookup for Indiana, so we'll see how that goes. And, oh, there's talks of Tennessee. So I've been to Tennessee, but uh, hopefully uh, my boy Felipe will get into Tennessee quite soon, you know? In uh, in the comments section, Emma Jenkins I don't know if you guys know, but said that uh, you guys are amazing and want to know when your guys' next match in the ring is going to be. Emma Jenkins. How can I see the comments? Or is it? can you only see the comments? Uh, uh, I'm on, mine's on YouTube. Is what I'm seeing the comments on. So I'm on, I'm on my phone through <clears throat> to see YouTube, but I guess I don't see the comments. Here. Huh. Oh, well. Should be but, able to. I don't know why not. If you can see where she's from. Because, I mean, it's, I'm not trying to put her down, but, you know, it's almost pointless to say where our next match is because who knows where she's at. I mean, yeah. she's not going to drive, what, five plus hours to see us, probably. I mean, if she did, by all means, we'd be flattered. You know, I'd give her a shirt for all that. But, <laughs> I'm sure there's just to go see one person. I mean, there's a, a couple folks that, you know, drive, drive quite a few hours. To see us, right, Felipe? <laughs> oh man! Uh, when you guys started, did you is that did you start in PA? Yeah, oh, I did. Yeah. Still did. Uh, still I don't know. I, yeah, I couldn't. And, yeah, just been venturing from from out there. Is there a big difference, like when you go to different oh. states? Is there a big difference in the like? Maybe like the style or the promoters, fans. I mean, is it 
Each state oh, like different. The energy, you know, like the energy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The honestly, one of my favorite places to go to was Tennessee because they just like that old school stuff. You know, you don't have to do as much. So they're just they're a classic crowd. It's, that's just all I got to say about it. You know, so when you do give them a bit a bit more than that, they just appreciate it even more, and so that's what I love about them. They're just a very appreciative crowd. Other crowds are definitely harder, but yeah, it's, it's another thing you got to gauge in the, in the business for sure. Yeah, Matt, like when you go to uh, like West Virginia, when we went down to West, West Virginia, the crowd didn't know who we were. And it's good to start off with like a new crowd, fresh, brand new. They don't know who you are. You just go in there and press and they attach themselves to you. It's just, it's a great feeling, you know? Like, and maybe here in PA, everyone has their favorites because everyone's, you know, probably working the same promotions or everyone's, you know, it's small. It's a small place, so it's not, not everyone's going to be, oh, like, uh, these new guys come in and it's like, eh, whatever, we already have our favorites. But going to a different state, just starting fresh is, is a great feeling because then you, you, you put your effort in the ring and these fans are just, oh, I like these guys. They're not from here. And they just get attached. Yeah, and you know you've done your job because first time these yeah. fans seeing you and you and you got them hooked. Just like you said, they have their favorites, but then we come along. Now we're your favorites. You understand? Are you, you guys was impressive uh, when we saw you guys last weekend. That was the first time we. That was the first time we had seen you. No, yeah, the crowd. The crowd was was a uh, was good, and <laughs> honestly, the. The guys, uh, the other tag teams as well, impressed me. I mean, <laughs> I'm surprised we were all hugging our tag partners as long as we did. But even, like I, <laughs> even I had a good time watching, watching that. But, uh, even, uh, uh, those teams are very impressive. They're very impressive. Uh, hard hitters too. Because uh, props to that one guy who got his uh, his teeth knocked out. I don't know if anyone else in the crowd noticed that, but the guy got his two front like teeth knocked out. And the guy was gushing blood, but he kept going. He kept going. And I give him props for that because, honestly, maybe I would have given up at that point, but he just kept going. He he didn't care. He uh, Very big props to him. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought it was a, uh, from top to bottom. They had a pretty good, they had a pretty good card there uh, on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, they had some names on there too, you know. Yeah, that was my first time getting to see uh, James Storm and uh, Chase Stevens. Yeah, which they're going to be at the next. They're, they're having them at the next show too. So I was like, man, it's going next show is going to be another good one. Yeah, a couple, of, a couple of shows that are coming up there. I believe in March they're having Max Caster from uh, the Acclaimed, okay. having a couple of big guys coming in. So yep. that's. I haven't seen that one yet. We'll be there in March. We won't be there in uh, February, because uh, okay. the day he, the day they threw it in February, I'd ar- we'd already book got booked somewhere else in Indiana. Uh, okay. On that day, but we're but we're gonna be there January and March. Gotcha. Probably we'll probably be at all the other shows because now I have his schedule, but somebody had already asked me about it before I, before we even got in with these guys. So I was like, man, I can't cancel on them. So. <laughs> They have links for, for the matches, so you know you can watch us 
not live, but you know. Oh, YouTube. Yeah. yeah. You guys have a YouTube page? No. Well, I do. <laughs> I, I, uh, <laughs> I mean, I it's hard because uh, a lot of people don't like a lot of promoters like they'll record, but they you'll never. Sometimes you won't see the day of light of a match. But I've tried uh, to get you know bring a tripod, <laughs> uh, record my own matches, or there's a couple places that have uh, recorded the matches. So I try to get all of them, and and most of them are on my YouTube. There's oh, there's a nice select few that I I wish I had my hands on, but on my YouTube I have what I have, you know. I know talking to some of the wrestlers that we've done shows. That's one thing that they'll say they like that because they'll have a video of it. That, yeah. Again, just so I, I don't know. It's just it's really irritating because sometimes you drive four hours to a show and and you know the business is tough financially on anyone just cause, just the gas and tolls alone. You know what I mean? And for some folk, for some folks, it you might not even break even with the pay that you and the promoter agreed upon. So at the very least, you would like to have that exposure from the footage. Yeah. And when you can't have that, it's very irritating. Yeah. Yeah, Because that's like, honestly, it's very important to have your own footage. Because you want to share that when promoters ask, hey, can I get some footage? And if you don't have footage, what are you going to do? Yeah, because promoters are going to want to see they're they're going to want to see your work before before they decide to agree on whatever the payment is and to bring you in. Yeah, and even not just to spread the word about yourself, but just the fact that you did that. Yeah, man, I yeah, I feel the same way. There, there's definitely some matches I, I wish I had footage of, and I don't because some certain shows. Four hours <laughs> and and we're still fighting to get some of these uh some of these matches uh i saw one of uh one of my wrestler buddies uh different guy I, I uh he put on facebook a status where he said you know you're not going to get your footage most of the time so might as well just bring a tripod and record your own match that's the best thing you can do to get your footage I've seen a couple of guys, a couple of guys that do that bring their own tripod and, and set up. I, I'm surprised that I was surprised that more promotions don't don't record it just so they have they have the video of of their of their show because you can use it for promotional reasons. You can use it for all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's a little it's a little weird, but I mean, hey, it's it is what it is, I guess. You know, they don't want to put up their footage that's on them but us personally and i i'm sure he could agree with me we want our footage because we need it for specific reasons yeah yeah Again, besides that it's just nice to see what you accomplish in that ring that day even if you never put it out there yourself i would just sometimes like to see it again yeah you could see like you could uh bounce off of what you did and like okay i know i messed up here let me fix it the next one Exactly. And that's and that's how you learn self. I guess self teach would be the right word, right? Yeah. 
As I said, you got you get to do you watch your own footage to try to learn more. Yeah, 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 definitely. Sometimes we'll. I think we try to watch it at least once, just to watch it and enjoy it, and then the next time we'll pick it apart. You know what I mean? Uh, definitely. Now that you guys are in the wrestling business, do you guys do you watch like AEW or WWE or? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, See, a lot of a lot of the guys I've talked to don't, don't watch hardly any wrestling on TV anymore. I, I thought, man, I figured you got they would watch it. You can learn from that. <laughs> well, when I started, I didn't watch it nearly as much. But just the more you get passionate about something, the more you're naturally going to want to surround yourself with it. So. I'd say I watch it more now than, than I did even yeah when I started training or my first year of wrestling because the way I saw it was I don't necessarily and it's going to sound bad the way I'm wording it but again I have a different mindset now <laughs> I don't necessarily care what everyone else is doing I'm trying to make my own story I'm trying to make my own career you know but now I watch it because, you know, I, I, I want to see the different products that are out there in the business. So I want to see where I could either fit in or, you know, or how I could improve. Because, I mean, even just watching other folks wrestle, you could see where they could do better, you know? Yeah. Or you might be able to pick up a little thing off somebody that might be work, be able to work for you. Yeah, to put it in your own uh, twist. There's a lot of... Uh... Yeah, I mean, I could agree with him. I watched the, I mean, I watched a bit more even before I started. Uh, and just watching and, you know, doing, uh, watching wrestling, doing wrestling, uh, I understand, I, uh, it helped me a lot more to understand, you know, little things that I wasn't doing. It's like, okay, let me watch this certain person. And, you know, I wonder, uh, it helps, it helps. It really does. You got to watch it. I like to watch a little bit more, like, I like to go a little old school. I mean, I love the stuff now. I mean, I'm not a big fan of the WWE stuff now, but, I mean, AEW, Impact. But I like to go back and watch, like, old school Lucha Libre, stuff in Mexico and stuff like that. I've been, what I've been watching the most of lately is independent wrestling. Just whatever I can find on YouTube or and actually, just just uh, subscribe to that IWTV, so I can get a bigger selection of independent wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been hearing a lot of folks say that. Some folks really think indie wrestling is better than TV stuff, and that's really cool that they think that. You know, I think it's better. I think indie wrestling is better to go watch live, just because the atmosphere. You get in a, a little bit smaller building that's standing room only, and everybody, and. You're you're almost on top of it. You feel more part of it than you do at some of the bigger shows. Yeah, that's where that's the only thing that would turn me off from the bigger spots, you know. But either way, I I still think if you got the right energy, you can still get them really loud and react in the same way as as these smaller spots. But it just depends on your mindset and you know on your execution. Yeah, because some of the best matches I've seen have been at independent shows. I got uh, to see uh, John Moxley 
and uh, Brian Danielson both at an independent show here in Indiana like two days before Brian Danielson made his debut in WWE. Oh, so that was like right at the end of his ROH run. Yeah. Because okay. I watched a lot of uh, live and on the DVDs as well. And man, just so they put on clinics, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. It's it's sad to see the uh, uh, Ring of Honor went uh, went under. Oh yeah, yeah, that's sad. That's a tearjerker right there. Those guys just gotta go now find a new home. Yeah. <clears throat> well, and as many can... people as AEW's been signing, and as many people as WWE's been cutting, it, there's not going to be a whole lot of spots. I don't think at companies like that. Yeah, it's it's tough because I mean, by all means, there's lots of way, different ways to uh, see this, you know, different perspectives. But when it comes to WWE cutting people, uh, you never really know why, just because you're not at you're not at the top, you're not the one making decisions. If it was your business, you might be doing the same thing. Uh, because it looks like that company is still making money despite. <clears throat> cutting all these people, so were you really valuable to them? Were you actually making an impact for them? Were you putting more money in their pocket besides besides putting <clears throat> money in your own? So it's it's tough. I mean, by all means, I wish you know those folks were able to be able to keep their income. It's just uh, it's not necessarily for me to judge. I just I just hope the best for them, honestly. Yeah. That's, that's a sad thing to see. But hopefully they all find, you know, new homes and stuff like that. But it seems like AEW is taking a lot of people in. I mean, I think it's okay, but I feel like they shouldn't overfill their roster because you don't want them to go broke or something yeah. from spending all this money on all these talents, you know? Yeah, that's a- <laughs> yeah that, and then also trying to find ring time for, for all all the talent that they keep signing. Yeah. <laughs> At the same time, that's kind of the same thing, like I said earlier. If you got the, the right talent, the right energy and all that, you should be able to keep your spot. It's just, <clears throat> you know, the boss is going to hire who he wants, and you got to do what you can to, to, again, just keep your spot. And... Oh. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to name names, but you know there are some folks that started off at the E, and that are now in AEW, and you know some folks say they were being held back to E, but some of them are still being held held back, if you will, or just they're just not making as much of an, an impact as some folks thought they would, and I think some folks just don't have it. You know, not everybody's a superstar. Not some folks are just mid-carters, and there's not necessarily anything wrong with that. You're still famous, technically, yeah. just you're just not a megastar like the rest. Yeah. You're still getting paid. You're still getting to do what you love to do. You're just not the top guy. And, you know... And you need the mid-card guys. Yeah, because, I mean, they elevate the, the top guys, too. So, I mean, there's... Look, man, just not everyone can have 
like we said earlier, life is unfair, and you can either deal with that or make it fair for yourself, as in just work harder. Really, I mean, yeah. Like honestly, uh, I was asked about the whole Roman Reigns thing recently, and I was always a fan of his entering work, but when it came to his promo stuff, I thought he was very lackluster. Yeah. But I think everybody can agree he's killing it on the mic these days. Oh, yeah. I love watching him on the mic right now. That's he's the only lot- reason why I tune in to WWE, <laughs> just to see Roman Reigns. Yep. He's gotten a lot, be- lot better on the mic. Yeah, for sure. So he definitely has the whole package right now. And even just his literal presence, you know, again, just sometimes people just walk a certain way and you know that they know they got it. Like they're good at what they do. Crazy. So. It is what it is, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he's definitely keeping his spot because, I mean, he's putting out there. Well, like he said, that's the main reason most people are tuning in to SmackDown on Friday nights is to see see what uh, Roman's going to do. He's the, like, entertainment of of, of Fridays. He's the entertainment of Fridays. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, question out of the comment section said, uh, what are one or more goals you have in the upcoming year? Uh, I don't know. You want to go first? Or Tag team goal, baby. Tag team yeah. goal. I mean, even even though we didn't end the year winning the tag team titles, doesn't mean we cannot start the year winning tag team gold. Yep. Grandes way. <laughs> <laughs> that means big facts in Spanish, just so just so you know. <laughs> They'll say my last name's Gonzalez, but I don't know no Spanish. <laughs> oh, and it's with an S. Oof, the S. <laughs> one one of the other guys on the show, his last name is Gonzalez, but it's with a Z. That's the right way. <laughs> it's funny. For, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> for folks that don't know, my birth name is is Gonzalez. Eddie stays, but yeah, last name's Gonzalez. I'll tell nobody, even though I'm telling everybody right now. <laughs> oh yeah, we lived a, a block away from each other growing up. And then went to the same school, so they set us right beside each other. And then, so hell, we became best friends. And he's usually here, but they had him and the other guy both had to work to end up working tonight. Hey, Gonzo, stick together, you know. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, because everybody, our, our whole crew's Gonzalez's too. That makes this look pretty cool. What the whole, yo, that's wild. <laughs> yeah, my my dad, my dad, he was with the other guy. He was at the show. He's a he watches wrestling Monday through Friday. Well, actually, Sunday through Sunday, but he watches every all WWE, all AEW. He don't miss a show. If he has to go to work, he records it. He's a diehard fan. So he goes to all these shows with us, and yeah, he was impressed by you guys. He, yeah. Yes. Yeah, there was a fair amount of uh, crowd reaction that, uh, that, that day. I mean, there, half the side was very quiet, but the other side had – some energy and uh i heard a, a few lucha amigo chants but i mean I, I can't imagine how it is on a saturday over there yeah sunday the sunday show was a little small but 
I can imagine a Saturday show. Everyone's free on a Saturday, you know? No, well, not everyone, but mostly everyone. So it's got to be something huge. Yeah, I'm so looking January. forward to the next one being on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday, that makes for, especially if you're traveling to go to it, that makes for a long, long night getting back home and having to get up next morning for work. And Yeah. Uh, but either way, again, it's, that's, it, that's part of it. I still am firm on, uh, on the mindset, like regardless of people's schedules or anything like that, if you're worth it, they will come see you. Yeah. You, people make time for what they want, whether it's their job, their relationships. You know, it's funny because me and uh, my boy here have been talking about. <laughs> hey, hey, folks. <laughs> hey, folks. <laughs> if somebody canceling a date on you, you know, just move on. You hear me? <laughs> If, if folks aren't willing to come see you because they got work the next day, then and you got to put a better product out there. That's it. Yeah, I mean, that, that, I think that that works for. Uh, Is that not a good analogy? I think so. Yeah, I thought it was good. Do uh, <laughs> I think it makes enough sense? Do you guys, do you guys wrestle uh, like more than once in a weekend a lot, or you got or? So we were supposed to actually wrestle the day before that that Sunday. Oh yeah! Oh man! <laughs> it was an eleven-hour drive. Ooh. Yeah, eleven-hour drive to get canceled. Uh, oh, I thought you were about to say where. No, 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 no. You, you know, we, I don't want uh, I don't want the heat. I like the heat, but I don't like I don't want too much heat. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to sweat it. No, yeah, we won't say where or what promotion, because you know, we still want to work with them in the future. So, we was at another Indiana promotion on Saturday night, and then we was at that there in Bloomington on Sunday. Oh, okay. Yeah, Bloomington's on for us. It's only a, well, about two hour drive is what it was for us to get to Bloomington. Damn, man, we should have done that then. <laughs> yeah, it seems like there's a lot of uh, uh, promotions out there in Bloomington. Besides MPG, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I, I'm not sure. That's the, like that's the first time I've been to Bloomington. Now we was in Fortville, Indiana, oh, okay. which is over by Indianapolis. We was not there a Saturday night. They had a they had a real not real good show. That was the first time we'd ever been in. We're going to Lafayette, Indiana this weekend. Okay, it'll be our first time being in Lafayette. But we're usually here in Muncie. There's two 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 promotions here in Muncie, Indiana, and uh, so we go to a lot of wrestling here. But now we're starting to getting our name out there a little more and getting to go <laughs> do some other places. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question, uh, I mean, lately it's been like, for me at least, it's been a weekend of wrestling, a weekend without, a weekend with, a weekend without. Right, right now it's very slow since we're in like December. But uh, it's been kind of a constant thing. I mean, I, I believe more from uh, Mr. Motivation here. A bit more. Well, then I uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> a bit more than me, you know? <laughs> well, he knows. He already knows. <laughs> hey, man. It's, it sucks and it gets lonely sometimes, you know, but... 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, we gotta do what we gotta do to get our name out there and just enjoy what we do instead of being stuck in one place all the time. Yeah, I think that would, I think that would be the cool part is you're in different places. You're not seeing the same fans every night. Yeah, because we get in a place where you're see. The, I mean, it can be good to see the same fans every night, but if you get in the spot and you're there so too long. Yeah, you want to let them miss you a little bit, you know? You'll make them fall in love. You want to... <laughs> you want to get them DM you to come back. And then... No, I'm going to stop there, because... <laughs> it uh, goes a lot deeper than that, but uh, we'll, yeah, we'll just leave it there and stay family-friendly, you know? Oh, I know. What I was gonna ask you, if, what would be your advice to uh, like a new guy, new guy that was going to get into the wrestling business? Yeah, think about that one for a second. All right, I can go again. Uh, I already have it. A new guy that wants to break into business. There's a few things I would say. Uh, first off, regardless of how old you are. Just, just try. I mean, there's, you know, when you get in thirties and, and above that, I would, I would tell them, look, you really got to gun it. Like, you can't joke around about it. You know, these people in their twenties, they got time to mess up and all that. But at, when you get in your thirties, it's just less likely for you to make it in the typical way of getting signed and all that because promotions want you to be around for a long time. You know, be able to tell certain stories to be uh, just invested when it comes to the fans and just to make a bigger name for yourself and make bigger shows and anyway but back to my original point my, my point is for anyone that that is thinking about trying the business of pro wrestling out just give it a shot i mean when i was i was 23 when i started training and but right before I made the decision, what, what made me think heavily on it was I was working about four jobs at the time, and money was great, but I wasn't feeling great. I just didn't feel like myself. I just felt like I was just going to be doing the same thing the rest of my life. And honestly, I was I was so tired, I couldn't even exercise. I would... Uh, I would try to just get down uh, on the floor and do a set of push-ups and then rest my eyes for like 30 seconds. And then little did I know I would end up napping for a few hours. And, <laughs> but yeah, so I just, I just didn't feel like myself. And I just kept asking myself, is this where I want my life to go? There's nothing wrong with that by all means. There's nothing wrong with having regular jobs, folks, by all means. Don't take what I say as me insulting anyone out there that has a regular job. So, yeah, I just went, decided that I'd rather at least fail at trying out a dream than not try at all. Because for me, true failure is in not, not trying. Uh, there's a couple of things that I ideally like to do, whether it's music or writing. Uh, but 
when it comes to pro wrestling, Lottie was the youngest it was then, and it's the youngest it is now, so that's why I'm still giving, giving it a shot, you know? But yeah, again, just try. And then... Because, yeah, you don't, want to, you don't want to live with that regret of not trying. But also, be ready to be very honest with yourself. Be ready to take lots of criticism. Be ready to, for folks to say it different ways, you know? I mean, my trainer, RJR, he was very nice things for the most part. There, there were only like maybe two times he, he kind of lashed out a little bit. But <laughs> I, I personally think he was too nice. Some people, I think, really need to hear that, no, you suck. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to be anything. And that's either going to make or break you. That's either going to make someone realize, all right, I need to get out of the business because I suck and I'm just going to waste time, my time and everybody else's time. Or again, it might make you because it might put in your head, no, you know what? All right, fine, I suck right now, but I'm not going to suck in, in a month or a year from now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I think about that. Like, a, well, the, like a good example, that's The Undertaker. WCW told him that nobody would ever, would ever pay money to watch him wrestle. And then he, he, he kept at it, went to WWE and became – the Undertaker. Yeah, <laughs> oh, made him being told that. Yep. I think even Tommaso Ciampa was told by I would believe it was ROH that uh, I think he was asking for more money and for his next contract, and they were they told him you're not going to be paid any more than twenty thousand uh, dollars for people to see you wrestle. And then he went to NXT, and then. He's lived happily ever after so far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what I would say to someone starting, don't rush. Your, your, your time will come. I, I've learned that personally the hard way. And that's just, your, your time will come. You know, you're starting off and it, you're not going to start off as this crazy top guy. No, your time will come. It's patience. Every everything has its steps, you know. And I, I personally have learned that, like I said, the hard way. And if you're coming into this business, just know it's draining. It'll take a lot of time. It's very it messes with your mind. But you know, if if you know that you really want this, then put the effort into it. You know. Don't don't come in and just waste some trainer's time. You really want this? You you go in and just put all your hundred percent because at the end of the day, you know, like like uh, Mr. Motivation said, even if you even if you fail, at least you tried. You know. Yeah. So my my that's a little bit of what I would say to someone starting. And I think the way you find is you ask yourself, are you willing to lose relationships over it? It's, yeah, I mean, it's very That's funny. I know I have. I I can agree as well. It's it, it'll it'll ruin really. I could say personally, it could ruin friendships, relationships, whatever you you can you know whatever. But it's because. It'll happen, but 
if you really want this, you're going to – it's sacrifices. You have to take – there's a lot of sacrifices to be in the business. To really want it is a lot of sacrifices. But don't let you that you can't go to a show. You understand? Don't let your girlfriend try to tell you that that this business is pointless. You know what I'm saying? Because I've had a lot of folks tell me, ah, I mean, even one of my exes, they, 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 were, they weren't fond of the, how much effort I was putting in. And honestly, I was only going to a show maybe once a week. <laughs> And I was giving her most of my time. You know, I'm not saying she's a bad person. I'm just saying she wasn't for me at the end of the day. She's not the one, right? So if she ever sees this, which I doubt she will. That's not me talking, baby. She's just not the one, baby. But really, good luck to her. And on the long run, you need somebody to support your support your dream or whatever you're working toward. That because again, you see them about every other day of, of the year, right? Whether you're married engaged or just boyfriend and girlfriend right or, or whatever you are if you want to identify with something else who cares it's not my place to say but the, the point is if they're not supporting you in, in an endeavor then you really got to take a hard look at that because i think the the one will only support you in your endeavor i will say if they're being with you and telling you that hey you kind of suck I don't think badly of them. I think that's just them being real with you and telling you not to waste your time because you're going to be heartbroken if you put in more effort. Like there are some folks who, I mean, geez. there's some folks who claim they've been working for 20 plus years and they don't look like it. They don't act like it. They don't, again, they just, they're not it is my point. And Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> be ready to be really real with yourself about about your talent level or where you're at and where you think you're headed. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I mean, I think everything we've said is truth, and and many have people, not just us, have gone through stuff like that. But I'm sure a lot of guys who are up here on TV have sacrificed relationships and so on, you know, oh, yeah. dedication. You really want it, go for it. But there's sacrifices that come with this business. Have you guys, have you guys have it? Have you had any matches on TV? No, no, well, not me at least. <laughs> I mean, not any of the big networks. Uh, so, um, I think I've been on IWTV with WXWC4. Um, and there's this promotion called World Domination Wrestling Alliance in West Virginia. And we've been on Comcast TV 10 for them. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so I've been going to this promotion in Delaware uh, for a while called 1CW. And they've been partnering up with uh, female, an all-female promotion called World Championship Wrestling CCW, and they just got a TV deal. I don't know one network. I'm not sure about that, but they just uh, changed their name. Uh, you know, they they joined the companies, if you will, for the TV product, and they're calling themselves Championship Wrestling from Delaware. 
So I'm not sure about what station they're going to be on yet, any of that. I don't know any of those details. But if you want to look up 1CW Pro Wrestling on Facebook, you'll probably find something out down the road. And just keep looking up, you know, whatever footage is, is on there. Because honestly, 1CW is one of my favorite pro- promotions to to wrestle on. Honestly, just to watch the matches because from top to bottom, it's it's a great card. And yeah, the female promotion as well. Yeah, Capital Championship Wrestling. I haven't seen one bad match from those ladies. So yeah, look them up as well. I highly recommend it. Any... Any woman out there trying to break into in the business in a good way, I, I highly recommend trying to get in contact with CCW Capital Championship Wrestling. So, was that out of Delaware? Delaware, were both those were out of Delaware. Houston, Delaware. Yeah. So I don't know if CCW is based out of somewhere else, but I know, like, I don't know if they do any other shows outside of that Houston, Delaware spot. But I know that they are consistently there with with us at One CW. So, all right, I'm about to check that both those out. Oh yeah, I mean I'm on there, so you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who who was your favorite guys uh, watch to watch wrestle when you were growing up? Felipe Junior. Yeah. What? <laughs> really? No. no. <laughs> I'm still growing up, so technically, you know what I'm saying? I watch him and he was, watches me, huh? <laughs> but, uh, uh, I guess I'll go first. I, uh, Eddie Guerrero. I mean, people are going to be like, ah, that's a generic, uh, like, everyone watched Eddie Guerrero, but, I mean, it's Eddie Guerrero. Who, 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 does, who hasn't watched them? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Rey Mysterio, uh, a couple of uh, guys from uh, AAA in Mexico, uh, like uh, Dr. Wagner Jr., uh, Blue Demon. Uh, I like those uh, those guys from out there. They're very, uh, they're just, they're so old school. Uh, and it's, it's nice to see the two differences because you look at uh, the guys now in, in uh, AAA and they're, these guys flying around everywhere, but the luchadors like uh Demon Jr. and Wagner Jr. they're these ground level luchadors and they're just so built big and you, you they don't fly, but you know they still do lucha and it's impressive to see that shit, you know. And I, I just said shit, but uh, you know, it's whatever, right? I don't, I don't think that. Uh, no, I, I, I blew the P, I blew the PG, the PG out of it right at the beginning of the show. So. <laughs> uh, as for me, I mean, yeah, of course, everybody loves Eddie Guerrero. Look, I mean, you could try to say that's cliche, but there's a reason everybody loves him. He is one of the greatest wrestlers out there. Just one of the greatest entertainers as well. I mean, some folks try to say. There's a difference, and I think there is, but at the end of the day, he was the best of both worlds, and he was so well-rounded. I mean, I think even So Cold and Chris Jericho were talking about it on, uh, what's it called, Stone Cold 
Broken Skull Broken Session. Skull Session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, so Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio as well, Rob Van Dam, AJ Styles, Brian Danielson. Yeah, I definitely love all those guys. Yeah, that Broken Skull Sessions, I like watching that. That's They're usually pretty good. I just watched yeah. Jeff Hart, Jeff Hardy one last night or two days ago. Oh, I gotta watch that one. But uh, no, yeah, all those I've, I haven't seen a bad one from that. Yeah, I mean, Austin always just gets real with it, you know. I mean, sometimes he's even asked the guys to critique themselves, and just you can't lie, especially from the camera, but especially when Austin is is asking you because. You know, you know, if if you lie, he's, he's going to call you out on it. Yeah. <laughs> the whole world. So, so you, you better, better be ready to be honest with yourself on that, you know? I was surprised how much, uh, how honest they were when, like, uh, for one, I was kind of surprised that they let Jer- Chris Jericho go on there. I figured WWE would try to stop, maybe stop it. But then he talked, they talked a lot about AEW on there, which was cool. That was cool. really cool. I, that was one of the coolest sessions I think they had. Yeah. That one of the, I've never seen any of them, but I mean, the ones with I the just, Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, watch it. Yeah, the ones with the Undertaker, both those were real good as well. Oh, yeah, they were too. I guess the first one was so nice they did it twice. Uh, what, what, what would be your, uh, your, in, your end goal or your like end game in wrestling? To get somewhere. <laughs> I mean, everyone wants to get somewhere, but you know, even if me personally, even if I don't, at the end of the day, I know I had my fun. I put the effort in, and I tried. You know, I mean, nobody wants to end up, you know, years doing this and not make it anywhere. But you know. Someone told me once, one percent of independent talent, only one percent makes it every year into the big leagues. So it's it's very hard. But I mean, even if I don't make it, at least I tried. You know, yeah, you at least I at least I want to be memorable in the independent scene to everyone who's watched. But it'd be nice to get somewhere, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. I ideally, ideally get to a point where, you know, you become one of the top guys. I don't even care if it's just for a day. Because sometimes that happens. I mean, but yeah, be a top guy for at least just a day. And then just. Uh, keep, keep passing, passing the torch. torch. I, I really don't mind that. I think it's beautiful when someone is willing to pass the torch because some folks just didn't let themselves do that. And I get it. You're, you know, you want to be selfish, you want to make money. I mean, there's technically nothing wrong with that. Whatever, you know, do your thing. But I just prefer this business to survive. You know, I, I'm with this business to go on for a long time. And so, when you can make new stars, 
that's the business thriving, honestly. When you can let it happen organically, when you're not when you're forcing it down someone's throat, you know. Because uh. Yeah, I think that's partially why the business is struggling as much as it is today. And, yeah, I just want to see it last. If I can help it last, I think that'd be, that'd be great. Because, yeah, I mean, being a top guy would be, would be awesome, but also helping someone else be a top guy. That would be, that would be very moving, very humbling. Yeah, it'd be cool to if you know that you had a hand in helping somebody get get to get to where they wanted to be. Yeah. Uh, have, you, have you had any uh, any fra crazy fan interactions or or anything uh, since you've been in the business? <laughs> I I I uh, not me. <laughs> Uh, not me, but I'm sure somebody has. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, we're going to keep it family friendly, but long story short, yeah, I mean, some fans really get up in your DMs really crazy. I mean, even as crazy as it has been for me, like, I can't hold a penny to what the girls are, are getting in their DMs every day. You know what I mean? It's, it's pretty disgusting uh, every time you just talk to almost any woman. Not not just in the wrestling business, but just anywhere, man. Yeah. It, it's it's pathetic. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is pathetic on, on what they receive on a daily freaking basis. So, I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to just – Suck it up and be okay with what's happening to me. I mean, I just see it as whatever. I mean, I, it's, I can take care of myself, I think, a bit more than the average person, so I'm not really worried about it. But, yeah, some folks just get crazy in your DMs. And, it's, it's hard because you want to respect yourself, but at the same time, this business is hard financially, like I said before, so you want them to buy your merch. <laughs> so sometimes you might have to just let something slide that you normally want it. And for me, I think I'm okay, but I could see some folks, it could really deter their minds about it. And so that might be another thing you folks might have to gauge. You're probably going to get some sort of interaction that you're not going to be fond of. And, you, you you might have to let some things slide that you normally wouldn't be okay with, and yeah, that might eat at your soul a little bit. Again, I'm per personally I'm I'm fine right now, so always on me. Uh, yeah, and then also, but not even just for them to buy your merch, you can just still just come to the show because if you say something like, "Hey, stop messaging me." To, like, not even if it's just inappropriate, but sometimes folks message you way too much. Like, I understand you think I'm cool, but it's just some folks feel the, I guess, not necessarily entitled, but that's the only word I can think of right now. 
but entitled enough where they think they can just message you and think you're going to talk to them every day. Yeah, they they can message you anytime they want, and you're going to you're going to respond. Yeah, I mean, I have my own life, bro. Like, even my best friend. Sorry, it's not Felipe Jr., but we're still he's 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 right up there, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even talk to him on the daily, and so. Not, not that they, they don't know that, so they don't understand it, but, you know, if I'm not talking to my best friend on the daily, what, what makes you think I'm going to talk to you on the daily? You know, it's just... Uh... Oh, yeah. Anyway. Um, do you guys know who you're, you know who you're wrestling uh, in Indiana on the, uh, in January? So rematch. Yeah. Rematch. Should be fun. Pretty people and... Uh, Outlast. Yeah, uh, it's the rematch of the from last time. I mean, we already know what those guys can do, so might as well show them what we can do even more. I mean, we should we we didn't show much, you know, but we can show them more. You know, people people want more. I know we show Rebel Energy, but we can always show them some bigger Rebel Energy. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, Way. Uh, yeah, the rematch should be nice. We'll see who uh, walks out of there with the uh, tag titles this time. Yes. So I'm not a thing. It's going to be the Lucha Rules, so it's going to get a little wild. Oh, okay. It's going to be Lucha Rules? Yeah, I mean, I, can't wait to it out, but... I haven't, I haven't seen the flyer yet. Yeah, I believe uh, they yesterday it might have been yesterday they put up some flyers for the show. If people want to check that out uh, to stay updated, it's on their page, the MPG Wrestling page on Facebook. Yeah, I, yeah. I was, I just haven't seen them. I'll, put, I'll actually put them on my, on my page uh, as well here later, so they'll be on the GWR page for as well. Okay. Well, Lucha Rules. Oh, and Elimination Tag Team. So, Lucha Rules plus Elimination Style. Alright. I have merch. I'm going to get I'm gonna get me a shirt at the next show. <laughs> we got stickers. There's a couple of other things coming. Uh, personally, I have a couple of things that's coming. And uh, my partner here don't know, but it's a surprise. Even for him. Surprised even hey, the fans. I you still don't know what it is. Yeah. I've been talking about it for like two months. Yes, he's been talking about a surprise for months, and I'm like, bro, stop. Easy <laughs> <laughs> with a good time. Oh, it's taking longer than like thought. But yeah, so there's gonna be some really cool merch coming out, and I just have a feeling Indiana will get first dibs on it. So y'all be ready. Definitely, I think. As for plugs. Facebook at Eddie Velasquez, no S's, all Z's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> IG at Moto EV ninety three. Yeah, I'm I'm on TikTok for it. I haven't loaded, loaded up anything up there yet, but you know you'll see something there. Should, <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna be wrestling at all. It's honestly going to be more comedy based, just a bunch of little skits. But Eddie Velasquez ninety three on there. And cameo and Mr. Motivation, Eddie Velasquez. 
Yeah, definitely got to put those cameos in there because I haven't gotten a cameo in a while. Cameo is for, you know, you guys can request birthday wishes, stuff like that, uh, personal messages. Uh, I've gotten a few nice ones, you know, a couple of people asking for birthday wishes, uh, advice, you know, stuff like that. I've gotten a, a few cool ones. I haven't gotten any lately, though, so I'm kind of like, hmm. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm on TikTok too. I got a couple of, uh, I got small clips on TikTok. A couple of like little, little move, like certain moves I do. And I'll just edit them up a little bit and let people see it on TikTok. I mean, they get a few amount of views. Also Instagram, uh, Lucha King, Felipe Jr. We're also on Facebook, Lucha Amigos. I think we should put a, we got to get an Instagram for the Lucha Amigos maybe. Um, I guess. <laughs> a lot of social media pages to control, but you know. Yeah, the social media thing. Honestly, if it weren't for wrestling, I I wouldn't do it. I just it's exhausting. I wouldn't do it if if it weren't for this. I wouldn't be doing social media either. <laughs> yeah, man, it's just it, it comes with the territory. You know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of crazy stuff on there. I don't even use my personal, and it's like. Sometimes I see it and I'm like, I don't need this, but I only need the Felipe one because that's the mo- one I use the most. Yeah, All right. Uh, well, I appreciate appreciate you guys joining us. Looking forward to seeing you guys wrestle on the January 8th in Bloomington, Indiana. I can't remember the start time of that show. Is it 6 o'clock start time? I believe same time as last time, yeah. 6. Sounds right. Yeah. It's nice to start a show a little early. Then, yeah. you know, the fans could get could go home a bit early and as well as the workers. Yeah, oh, it made it nice for like for us. We got we were back we were back home by like 11 o'clock or so. I was like, hey, this is nice. It ain't no one, two in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> the night before we went to a show, they had a 40, a 40 man uh, Royal Rumble style match. Uh, and just that match alone took probably an hour and 20 minutes. And now we're in 20 minutes. For yeah. a bad, I, most of the bad boys I see, it's just they throw everyone in the ring and just go at it. Like it's, it's only 15 seconds, yeah. 15 minutes, 15 minutes or 20 minutes, but an hour. Nah, I they, can't. They brought, they brought a rumble. Uh, All right. It was a rumble. A new entry came in. A new entry came in every like 90 oh, seconds. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's fine. But yeah, it took, yeah. A, took about an hour and 20 minutes. I mean, it was, no, don't get me wrong. It was good. It, it was good. It was fun yeah. to watch. But. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rumble, that's fine with me because, yeah, just, you know, you get you get space and time to, to do some things that you want. For Battle Royal, there's no space to do anything. It's just a brawl. Yeah. And, you know, if I get put in the Battle Royal these days, I just eat it. But, you know, now, see, at least now I'm at the point where, I'm confident enough to to get some reactions out there, you know. But you know, I, when you're first starting out, battle worlds are tough because you don't know how to interact with the crowd. You don't have your you don't have your proper move set yet, you know. And you just don't know how to be unique yet. Like now, I can, but still, ideally, ideally, battle worlds are just not it. And I think. I think some promotions need to realize folks usually don't want to see them. 
Maybe yeah. a rumble, yeah, because again, you get more time to space. But otherwise, yeah, I like the rumbles, but I agree with you. The battle royals, are, they're, and the bad thing is, like you said, a lot of the young guys get thrown in them, and it's hard for they can't really. Well, in my opinion, it's going to be hard for you to learn a whole lot when you're in a battle royal because, like you said, it's just a brawl. Yeah. yeah. And you're not getting that chance to really try to work the crowd or any any of that stuff. All right, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, you guys have anything else? Um, no, I'm, I think we're. Uh, I'm I'm pretty okay here. All right. Uh, we'll. Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna just reiterate the fact that chase your dreams, and uh, if your partner feels as though you're prioritizing your dreams over them, yeah. That's how it should be. The nope. one or, or your friends or your family, they should be supporting your dreams. They can, they can come second. You hear me? I'm serious. You all think I'm playing? <laughs> Just because I'm, I'm laughing, he's laughing. You think I'm playing? Like, yeah, I'm kind of laughing about it, about it. But no, I'm, I'm really he's, he's, he's being very serious about it. I'm very serious. Very serious about Just it. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Hey, you really want to be in it and put it put all your one thing that you love most in this world? What kind of nonsense is that? It just you know what I mean? If they're not supporting your your one dream, they're probably not the right one. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks for joining us. I will see you guys on January eighth. Here Definitely. in Bloomington, Indiana. I'm looking forward to watching you guys wrestle again. All right, folks, be ready for when we get back to Indiana so we can give y'all some big wave energy. That's what I'm talking about, Wayne. <laughs> I don't got that much big wave energy, you know, but like, I'm falling asleep here. I'm getting so sleepy. <laughs> but, hey, yo, MPG Wrestling, we're taking them titles. We're making a statement for the new year. But, sir, thank you for having us. And I hope everyone that has been watching has enjoyed. Yeah, no, uh, you guys are welcome to come back on again sometime if you guys would be uh, interested. All right, man, I appreciate it. Yeah, well, definitely. definitely. Some other time. After we win them titles, you hear me? There you go. Come back with the gold. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, folks. Merry Christmas, by the way. Yep. Oh, Merry, yeah, the holidays. Yeah, same to you. And a happy new year. Be safe, because... Uh, holiday shopping and this is this is a mess. We, we be safe, people. Come on. <laughs> well, thank you All for right. having us. <laughs> All right, th- thank you guys. I'll t- I'll, t- uh, I'll see you guys on the eighth. Uh, be be safe. Have a merry Christmas. All right.